is the sucker Born every minute Each time that second hand sweeps to the top Like dandelions up they pop Their ears so big, their eyes so wide and low I feed them bona fide baloney With no truth in it Why you can bet I'll find some room to buy my corn Cause there's a sure shooting sucker born a minute And I'm referring to the minute you was born Welcome back to episode who the hell knows what number. I'll figure that out at some point before I publish the episode. But it's the Feminine Critique. I'm Emily. I'm Christine. And we have survived, conquered, mastered, colonized. I don't know what what the right term is for what we did to the Masters of Horror and Fear Itself world. But we, we did it, Christine. We did it. We did do it. Um, I don't know what I gained from it, but it was something. <laughs> Well, you know, we emerged from it uh, with a with a new president, if you will, and I'd like to think we had something to do with that. Oh wow, I didn't realize we were taking that kind of credit. Yeah, I realize it's grand, absolutely. but hey, you know, uh, people have taken credit for doing less work, and we did a lot of work. That was a lot That's of true. episodes. That was a lot of episodes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, listen to them if you want. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, and now we'll do the complete opposite of that, which is just to throw out a whole bunch of movies that we've been watching since the, I guess since it's when we started Fear Itself, because we've done these sort of catch up what we've been watching episodes uh, after each season ended. So season one and only a Fear Itself is over. Um, we're going to do a kind of roundup of all the other stuff we have both been consuming in our in our free time. Mm-hmm. And then we will talk about the future, future, future from there. So, Christine. What you been watching? Okay. So you want me to focus on, on horror stuff and not just... Because I want to let you know that The Greatest Showman is on this list. So oh, I'm my God. Then let's, t- let's start with musicals. I got some musicals. <laughs> oh, I think mine is The Greatest Showman. Well, tell me what you thought about The Greatest Showman. Why wasn't Zac Efron the only... And, Z- and, Zendaya, and Zendaya, obviously. The best things. But, yeah. like, okay, why was Hugh Jackman in this so much? I get it. He's The Greatest Showman. <laughs> but, like, wall-to-wall Zac Efron. That's all I want. Zac Efron is infinitely watchable. So charismatic. I want to just watch the Zac Efron parts of this. If you asked me what I thought of this movie, I would say, fantastic. Best movie I've ever seen. And then if you said, Christine, remember Hugh Jackman? Then I'd go, "Mm, actually. (laughs) Some some slow parts. I didn't like this movie. It's not very good. I did like Zac Efron in this movie. He is very he is good. Very good. He's great. Him and Zendaya are are wonderful. Like they're so watchable. Um, and this is one that like I really appreciate that this movie was made and that it did well because it's an original musical. Like, granted, there is a musical about Barnum that has better music in it that it already existed, but whatever. They wanted to make an original film musical, and by golly, they did it, and it actually made a lot of money. That's great. Make more movies like this. I want more movies like this, but better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say I cannot, if I had a drink for every time I have heard the songs from this now during figure skating routines... Like, this is the greatest showman. Show. Uh, it's really, it's just that one that was also used on um, uh, RuPaul, not RuPaul, but the We're Here, the HBO show with drag queens. They uh, use the the one that you always hear, the um, This Is Me. Like, And I oh, will yeah. say, that song can bring me to tears if it's used to the right end. So, anyway. Uh, that's the only musical you've watched? Um, 
You were not watching. (laughs) You did not decide to do what I did, which is try to get everybody in the world to watch the high strung movies so that they make more high strung movies. I don't even know what that is. Oh, Christine. My my summer child, my sweet summer child. High strung was a movie from a couple of years ago that is airing on, I think it's on Amazon Prime now. High Strung is about a young British violinist who is in New York illegally, but don't worry about that. Uh, And meanwhile, he meets a young ballerina who is studying at like the fancy ballerina school. And the fancy ballerina school has a contest where... um, instrument there were they're basically you're supposed to combine instrumentals and ballet or dance together and so they fall in love and of course they um combine violin playing and ballet but like intense street violin ballet it is fantastic it is bonkers and then they made a sequel same director uh that movie is called high strung colon free dance that is streaming on netflix for some reason not not amazon and that follows a young woman who is the daughter of Jane Seymour in the, in the movie. And she's a ballerina. And, but she's also like a free dancer, I guess, like a modern dancer, whatever she dances. And she falls in love with a piano player. And they have intense scenes of rock piano playing and ballet. I am not doing these movies justice. They are like the step ups of, of the 2010s. They are or 2020s, whatever decade we're in now. I don't know. They are wonderful. They are so earnest and cheesy. And the dance scenes are fantastic. All of the actors, all the dancing actors are actual dancers, which means they're not great actors, but they're great dancers by golly. Um, They are, they're great. They both have really like genuine, genuinely great dance sequences. I cannot recommend these highly enough. Everybody needs to watch them. Ugh, you know that I trust you on matters of dance You have movies. to do this. You have to do it. Do it for me. Okay. For okay. me, Christine. Fair. fair. Okay. Um, I have other musicals, because I'm um, classy like that. You can, I mean, I, I've, I've re-scanned. I don't magically have any other musicals. It's shocking to me, Christine. <laughs> it um, is shocking to me that you didn't decide to watch Evita the day you had to work from home. No, I did You know what? Slumber Party Massacre 2 ah, has music in it. I get it. That's no. fair. Um, no, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing. Hit me with all your music. All right. Well, you know what's a really well-directed movie? What? Evita. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. Um, it was, if we all remember when it came out, had a lot of fanfare. Yeah. And watching it today, um, look, Madonna, not great in it. But Alan Parker crafted a wonderful musical around her. And the way he is able to move everything the way he's able to kind of work around what she can and can't do um it's it's really good i was really surprised by how well it held up i don't think it gets enough credit hmm. yeah i don't i i know i remember when it came out but i don't hear people talking about it now yeah it's ever. a shame it's a shame because it is i mean it is a big hollywood big budget um pull out all the stops but i think there is actually some really good decisions and directing going on in there mm-hmm. um i also ended up on a milos foreman kick for some reason uh because brandon wanted to show me amadeus which i had never seen which oh, is I, it's a delight it was one of my favorite movies when i was a kid i don't know what <laughs> my problem was. everything um but i have not seen it in a very long time um i think you would still enjoy it it's yeah. very good it's very funny um, it is such a great look. It is, is it historically accurate? No. Do I care? No. Um, it is a wonderful 
story about something so fundamentally interesting, which mm-hmm. is the person that loves art but knows he is not a great artist and then has to see somebody who is. And I think it's done so well. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. I would mm-hmm. recommend a rewatch. Uh, then we followed that up. It put me in the mood to watch Milos Forman's Hair. Which I have not seen. I love it. Um, again, it's just such a fun movie. Uh, it's, as my, you know, I turned to my husband after because he had not seen it before and I said, oh, so what'd you think? He's like, there were a lot of weird decisions in that. I'm like, I know, it's great. Um, <laughs> and I still just really enjoy it. It's one of those like, that, you know, it, it came out, I think it was late 70s, but it has that freedom about it that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a movie made with this idea of let's just keep pushing our limits and let's just, you know, be open to whatever whatever makes sense here. Um, and then the other two musicals I had were, um, uh, forgive me for forgetting the French director's name, but it was The Umbrellas of Charbourg. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. And then the kind of follow-up, The Young Girls of Richefeux. Uh, mm-hmm. which were the French musicals with uh, Catherine Deneuve. Uh, and the second one also has um, Gene Kelly in a in a small role. And these had been on my list forever. I know a lot of directors cite them as being very influential for them. Um, I enjoyed them both quite a bit. Oh, look at you being all classy. Yeah, you know, I like a musical, you know. I, I can't help it. Can't sing, I can't, can't dance. Love watching people <laughs> that can. Oh, look, it's, it's good. Variation, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then tell me now, Slumber Party Massacre 2, what else you got? Oh, yeah. So I watched Slumber Party Massacre and Slumber Party Massacre 2, which two movies I had never seen, which are famously oh. directed and written, I think, both mm-hmm. of them by women. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen both of them. I have seen the I... first one. Um, it's been quite a while now, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I've, I own part two. Is there there's a part three, too, isn't there? there there's a part three. I think I, I own both of them, and I have actually not watched them. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one. I watched the second one. Um, there is a, uh, a fantastic film uh, critique website. Uh, that I am currently doing a little bit of freelance editing for. Ooh, it is called nice. Certified Forgotten, and there is a great column, uh, like recur- recurring series about quote unquote uterus horror, which is like female driven horror that that tackles the the uh, like female puberty and and you oh, know nice, and nice. horror and stuff. So that's Summer Party Massacre Two was one of the movies that was being discussed, and I like to watch things before I of course. But, you know, <laughs> you're responsible like that, of yeah. course. So, um, the first Summer Party Massacre is interesting and very, you know, everything they say about it is very true. It's interesting to see something from that time period. Yeah. So, something in the middle of the slasher craze, not referencing it, but like actually a part of it, you know, through a female lens, which it, this, it decidedly is. It is very mocking of the genre mm-hmm. in a weird way while fully embracing it. It's interesting and I enjoy it. So Party, Party Massacre 2 is, is if you've heard it was fucking weird, it's weirder than you think. Ooh. Um, but it is really cool and strange. It's just strange. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm glad I watched it. Nice. I, I need to give it a chance. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's, there's singing in it. Ooh. Sure. Okay. No, I really need to give it a chance. It's weird. It's really weird. It's, Speaking I'm language. saying it's weird, but like, it's, it's definitely strange. Um, so. <laughs> So let's see. I I'm starting kind of at the beginning. I watched the rental 
if it's a newer movie, oh. if you recall, it's the Dave Franco directed movie. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Tell so, me of. Um, Dave Franco is related to somebody I don't like, but that doesn't, you know what? I don't judge Dave Franco for it. Um, so I was like, I will watch this movie and maybe enjoy it. Um, what's his face is in it? The guest. I, oh, Dave, be- Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens, there you go. I'm going to be very bad with names today, so I have IMDb up already. Um, Dan Stevens is in it, and, you know, I love Dan Stevens. This could have been an absolute home run. I don't understand what... I don't know why it exists. That's mean. Um, (laughs) It's like a pseudo-slasher... But it feels very hipster, and it feels... I'm going to try to say this without being mean, because if somebody said this about something I did, I would be offended. But it feels like it thought it was doing new stuff when it Mm. wasn't. Okay, okay. Like, I could see this in a hundred different places, a hundred different iterations, and probably done better in most cases. It was just weird and, like, retread, but being treated like it was something different. It was strange. I, that was kind of my fear. I have not watched it. I kind of figured I would wait to see what people said and then wait for it to be not something I had to pay for. Um, and I, I saw one or two others that kind of said that same, like, it, it's as hipster as you think. Like, that sort of thing where I'm That's, like, oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a movie on here that is the most hipster shit I will ever talk about in my entire life. I love hipster shit. I'm an old hipster. <laughs> I, like, I love it. I just didn't, I didn't. Mm. Okay. Maybe don't be. Maybe it's don't be hipster with a genre that I'm too well. I mean, you know what? I wasn't the audience for this. I guess I I know the the genre too well, and you went and did too many retreads, and it felt stale. Hmm. Which is like uh, I, that is the thing. Don't bore me. Oh my gosh! Especially when you have Dan fucking Stevens in your yeah, movie. Yeah, you should not waste him. What are you doing? But whatever i'm sure some people liked it and i would i I would say that maybe there are other movies that they would like more or as well Mm. maybe this is a good gateway movie fair (laughs) yikes um so did you see the host when everybody was our host host yes i did i did i think you and i fell on the same line with it i didn't I mean, I I appreciate what it did, and I I applaud the filmmaker and even in Shutter for understanding. Oh, this is timely. Let's get it out right now. Um, I just didn't think it did anything that I hadn't seen done better. That's almost exactly what I said. Yeah. But people were really treating it like it was like this revolutionary genius thing and I was like Ugh. like I've seen Unfriended I've seen Unfriended 2 Dark Web I kind of feel like I enjoyed them more I look I um I definitely enjoyed like an Unfriended maybe not Dark Web but an Unfriended more than this mm-hmm. I I didn't and it was super sh- it was short because you know the length of a Zoom call I get I got every, I appreciated oh. that too because I don't know that I could have taken 90 minutes of that exactly know your limits right yeah. so embrace your format which is something that I often talk about embrace the technology embrace what your format stop trying to n- not do that part of it which is frustrating but like some somebody on Twitter tried to explain to me that I didn't understand it <laughs> Like, oh. well, you don't you don't know what the movie was trying to do. And I'm like, actually, um, like tech, <sighs> technology based horror is 
one of the things that I usually rep that other people are like, I don't like this. So I don't know what about this people. Twitter is tough because I know that I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Rather not that I know that I'm right, but I know that I can back up what I'm feeling or what I'm asserting. It's just that is not the best format for it. It's also, it's very hard to do it in 140 characters or whatever our limit is now without, with, it, with the right tone. I think that's the hardest yeah. part about Twitter yeah. is not coming off like an asshole even when you don't want to be an asshole. Yeah, for sure. I But, like, I, I didn't understand that one. I mean, if if people got relief or joy or catharsis from watching it... If I'm it made people sign up for Shudder, that's cool. Right? Didn't Shudder just, like, pass a million subscribers or something? Possibly, like, yeah. That's great. Good job, yeah. Shutter. I want more stuff like this for you, but like, eh, this time <laughs> it just might not watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so wait, uh, is this a horror movie? We're gonna call this a horror movie. So this is a, is a cannibal movie that I said I would never watch, but because I don't like stuff like that, like people eating things, it makes me feel gross. But um, it's that movie called Raw. I believe it's a French. Film. Oh yes, yes. I really like uh, this movie. I didn't. I didn't like it that much so, so this is another movie that i watched because i had i was reading an article about it uh, yeah and, i uh, mean this is a movie that lends itself very well to film writing yeah so i appreciate it and i didn't not enjoy watching it but it definitely was not there were a couple parts in it where it like made me laugh and i don't think it was supposed to mm, like okay. it was just not well, i mean 100%. i thought it was very funny i, I thought it and i thought it was supposed to be no, there's some some people eating stuff that I really don't think I was supposed to have the reaction okay, I did. Okay, got it. Like, it looked goofy. I didn't, I don't know, maybe maybe I did get the right reaction. I, I appreciate what it did, and then after I read that article that is on Certified Forgotten, I'm going to plug it the whole time. To keep but doing I, it, yeah, I need, to, I need to read it. I was like, oh, okay, no, well, now I get why somebody would, I didn't necessarily get this from it, but I see now more clearly these things about it and i appreciated that i will have to read that yeah so that was i think that was streaming somewhere i will let you know that i have no idea where i watched any of this stuff (laughs) it that is definitely streaming somewhere i cannot remember where it was on netflix when i watched it It might still be there it might be somewhere else but i've definitely seen it go by on feeds before so Mm. um yeah, I I think people should watch it if they haven't because it's interesting. But like, I, I wasn't something that changed my life. Um, something that did change my life was Psycho Two. I have heard very good things about Psycho Two and have never watched it. And I own the box set or like the one DVD I got that has like all four movies on it. Well, I was really nervous to watch it. Like, I like Psycho. And Is this... this the one that Anthony Perkins directed? Oh, or did he direct the third one? I'm maybe. No. He's in it. I mean, Brandon just I, gave me this look of, you haven't seen it? Because I guess he always assumed I'd seen it, but I have not. Um, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know if I want to say it's good, but parts of it are really good. And it's really interesting. And it's strange. So. It is not directed not, by him. It is no. uh, uh, Tom Holland's a writer on it, which is interesting. It's Richard Franklin who did Patrick, which I yeah. love. Yep. Um, so I think yeah. he, I think Anthony Perkins directed the third one, which I have not watched because I don't. That's wanna... right, and then Mick Harris did the fourth one. Like I felt like watching this one for me was like a gamble, and it paid off. So why am I going to press my luck and keep going? I get it. So 
it does everything that I would want a, a psycho movie to do handling like a a formerly incarcerated um Norman Bates it, it does it like treats him with like care and understanding and uh, like I get it we all have problems with bad guys now and villains and mm. people being humanized but i mean part of the original is that he, they, they they did humanize him. oh yeah no that, that's, <laughs> so that's like, very fitting I, I feel like the second one should be that way but he he's a sweet little baby and i love him and <laughs> i love anthony perkins too yeah Ugh. he is Ugh. great yeah but this it, it's weird and it's good and it's it's uh yeah people it's got an actual like plot Nice. It's not just nice. like a, like a um, lazy sequel. It's it's. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Um. Okay. So here's a movie that no one talked about and no one saw, and I only saw super bad reviews for, and it's stupid because it was amazing. It just came out. It's a 2020 movie. It is called Spree. Spree. Um, I don't know Spree. Tell me about Spree. Um. Joe Keery is in it, and he's uh from stranger things um the really cute one oh is he the brother one of the brothers or he's the 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 steve okay he's the hair he's the hair okay he's very cute and sweet in that show i think that he is probably i you know what i don't like stranger things i like everybody in it though i think Mm -hmm. it's a a wonderfully cast show yes agreed he's he's fantastic um so joe keery is in it and he's amazing and also david arquette is in it and sashir zameda zameda Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. She used to be on Saturday Night Live, and then she wasn't, and she was so funny when she was on it. But oh, she does the podcast with uh, Nicole Byer. She, I know she has done. Yes, yes, Nicole. I. Nicole she is very funny. Yes, I've listened to I've listened to her podcast before. Podcasts. I don't know, but she's very funny, and there, and I was like, okay, this. So the premise is like a a um like a rideshare driver murdering people. It, which sounds stupid, but it's executed really, really well. Like, Joe Keery does an amazing job, like, being likable and unhinged. And it actually has, like, a plot in place that that is both tongue-in-cheek and very on the nose. I don't know. I liked it a lot. And I went looking for stuff after we watched it, and people were like, this was bad. This was in poor taste. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <I get laughs> it's kind it. of a horror movie. The man is murdering people. I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, whatever. Uh, I don't understand what people like anymore. But <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. One of my favorite movies of the year. Wow. I was making this. That is big news. Dang. Spree is your favorite movie ever. No. <laughs> Spree. Uh, so obviously keeping up with 2020 releases is um, difficult or I don't know, not satisfying in any real measurable way. But if I had to list out like the top 10 best 2020 movies that I actually saw that this would probably be granted high on the list, but on the list, it was really satisfying. I really liked it. Uh, yeah. So, um, I watched a movie called fear Inc. It is streaming places. It, it is little, little low budget. Is it? Is its website fear.inc.com? Dot inc.com. I don't <laughs> think so. It's a real phone-based one. They don't really get into websites. Okay. Um, 
I it was I again I know it's streaming somewhere I cannot tell you where but it was kind of like a off the cuff choice like hey why not and it's about like a company that will try to scare you okay like, is it real or is it not are they like really stalking you or is it all part of the the game kind of thing I've seen a lot worse stuff okay was, that sounds like was, something I'd enjoy yeah it was lightly satisfying and and you know well done considering you could see its clear limitations mm -hmm. I, I thought like, okay. it was a good movie nice. yeah um I don't know why I watched Hollow Man 2 but I don't recommend it <laughs> ah, wow wow so don't need to say much about that um <laughs> what was the owners I don't um, know I watched a movie called the owners is this a horror movie well let's see it's With from Maisie 2020 Williams. I'm looking it a up. A group of friends think they find an easy score in an empty house when a safe full, with a safe full of cash. But when the owners, an elderly couple, come home early, the tables are... Can I tell you? I don't remember watching <laughs> I'm like, you're going through a lot of it at this point to where now I feel like you should remember something about it. Mm, well, you know who's in it. I see Arya Stark is in it. Yeah, that sweet little angel that I love. Yes, I just love wonderful. her. I want to I put her too. in my pocket. Um, I didn't. I don't remember this. <laughs> you got movie. nothing. I don't think I liked this movie. I don't think you watched this movie. <laughs> no, I, I, I did. Zach just nodded at me. I, <laughs> we watched it. I don't remember it. This is this list spans a great deal of time. I, I, I get it. No, this is. We're going back months at this point. So I guess if you were interested in watching it, you should watch it. Oh, is it British? Does everybody have an... Oh, okay, I kind of remember. It's not bad, but it's just not... It's not super memorable. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I had to look at every picture <laughs> on IMDb. But, so, just because something's not memorable to me doesn't mean it's bad or wouldn't That's be memorable fair. to That's others. That's fair. Um, I watched every Poltergeist movie because I then wow. talked about poltergeist <gasps> that's right you have a five-hour episode of projection booth that i haven't listened to yet but i'm excited to eventually listen to you guys cover the whole thing all, f all uh, four everything. i guess we cover it's the main focus is the is the original but we also right. talk about two and three quite a bit and the remake um which i had seen the remake prior to I've, I've i had obviously seen all of them but i had seen the remake recently-ish and wanted to revisit just to like you know sure. have a flash. Yeah. I don't think it hit until this like watch through with like a critical eye. I guess how how poor of a movie that is. Mm. That movie is a massive failure mm. in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like I just have heard nothing about it, which to me is enough to say it's not worth my time. It doesn't do anything anything good as far as serving the franchise as a whole yeah and anything it does do different it feels like it shouldn't have done that got it <laughs> which sounds mean but like whatever um so did you see have you seen the babysitter movie on netflix i saw the first one i had no desire to watch another one especially without the best part of it which was samira weaving she, yeah she, i mean spoilers she's in this one. Oh, she is okay. like a little bit it's not it doesn't focus on her though this movie i found um really disturbing and i hated it and i know that i am again alone because people on the internet 
love to search for terms and then point out how wrong you are. Um, <laughs> well, the first one, like, I got why people loved it, and I thought there were things about it that were really fun. Yes. Like, and, and I think you and I have both talked about how, like, the uh, she's great, but, like, her friends in that movie are really fun and funny. Yes. But there was something about it that just had that, like, this is just inching, I can tell... And I think maybe it was because I watched Summer of 84 shortly after, which is worse, um, of like, oh, I feel like there's a very particular thing that these movies are sort of like wrapping into of this sort of retro, we're really fun, so we can be mean, but nobody thinks we're mean because we're a comedy. And I kind of, when I, as soon as I saw the trailer for the, the sequel, I'm like, I don't think I want to watch that. Yeah, you're, you really, you really hit on something with what you just said. So, um, I had a, I talked to, I believe friend of the show, James about this. Um, and he is a nice person on the internet, so he did not call me <laughs> names, but, um, there, the young girl, like if, if you recall it all in the first one, there's the little boy and the, and the young girl and he likes her mm-hmm. and like, it's cute, you know? Yep. Um, so the second one, kind of centers on their relationship to a degree and the little girl is um is the the she's in doctor sleep if you've seen that i still haven't yet but there's so she's in doctor sleep and um she's a very pretty young girl she's a very young girl i i cannot overstate this and i get that that like yeah oh wow that's a pretty young girl oh wow she's beautiful but like there's just maybe a way that you shouldn't film a a child Mm, yeah and and this this movie and in Doctor Sleep she is like she is like a her her character preys on people she has like a power or whatever and she preys on people part of it was with her with her quiet sexuality like that is and she is a, a girl in that and it's kind of uncomfortable but that's like the plot like that's right. her storyline you know and and Mike Flanagan is great and handles it really well this is like how much of this. I think she's like 16 or 17 when they filmed Babysitter 2. How much of this girl's cleavage can we show? Mm. And it made me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it was wildly sexual. And these are little kids. And it's great. Like, oh, yeah, you know, younger people can be sexual, too. That's great. Also, this is a movie filmed by an adult male. Like, yeah. I don't need to see this. And it was presented in a real gross way. Mm. And then on top of the fact that it was a retread and it wasn't as funny as the first one. So if you didn't think the first one was funny, you're not going to mm-hmm. um, It just was a big disappointment. And and people like written hard for how much they liked it. And I, I just didn't get it. Yeah, it's one of those ones I can tell where it's a case. It's like, I don't ever want to want to have a conversation with somebody about me not liking it and them liking it because it's like one of those like no okay you got something out of it i didn't i'm just gonna walk away like for sure yeah like because yeah because it's hard not to sound like a killjoy when you start talking through the little things that bothered you about it but but yeah and but for me there are some things that are deal breakers and if it's it's the over sexualization of a young girl is yeah that's that's fucked up it makes me uncomfortable and the the, this you know this is the whole male gaze and the way that women are mm-hmm. presented and mcg is pretty yeah. i mean his filmography speaks for itself he is a very heterosexual dude that needs mm-hmm. to make sh- he i mean i get him confused with Zack snyder all the time because they both do that thing where it's like they're constantly trying to prove that they are straight dudes i, I will say that i i get what you're saying but mcg wishes he was Zack snyder um oh, burn. i 
<laughs> I don't like don't point a camera down a girl's shirt. Like I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want you to present this child to me that way. It felt like maybe if they had waited two years and made this movie. Sure. But like the the kids have sex and it's like treated really like over the top and leeringly. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't. No, I get it. I get it. Well, you know what movie I did like, I... and I don't know if you saw it. You tell me. It is a movie called Spiral, and it is on Shutter. Oh, this is the gay one. Oh, so Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is in it, and if you know him from television, good for you. But if you know him from Drag Race, yeah, same. Um, <laughs> so, so like he's in stuff, and he's an actor, but he's just on famously shows up on Drag Race and then co-hosted Canada. Um, and I, so I was 100% in. The internet hates him. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I'm aware of that part of it, yeah. The, the internet hates him. I think he's funny and charming, and I think he's doing a part. Like, he's doing mm, bits okay. on Drag Race. I mean, you're on a drag show. He, he's kind of doing, like, a Simon Cowell, but, like, imagine if Simon Cowell was judging drag and also a gay black man. But, like, it's kind of hard. I got it. To not see, like, maybe people are coming for him unfairly. But anyways, I was like, I'm going to watch the fuck out of this movie. I'm going to spite watch it no matter what. But it's so good. Huh. He's so good at it. And it's really upsetting. Ooh, I this is know. on Shutter, this right? Was... Mm-hmm. This okay, I'm adding to my too. list. I, I had heard mixed things, but I take your opinion uh-uh. higher than others. So I will watch it. There's a bit of it that's on the nose because it's obviously the, they're the their gayness is a plot point. Sure. But I don't feel like we're to a point where we can handle like prejudices and like, you know, marginalized people and not be a bit on the nose because we still have to deal with so much stuff as a culture that like when it is just like, like blanketed in allegory or we're just like, well, do you think that symbolized, you know, I, I think maybe we need to make more of them where, like, these these people are gay and people want to kill them because of it. I mean, that's kind of where we're at as yeah, culture. that's fair. I loved it. Nice. Um, this is just to say that this movie is still amazing. Uh, just watch the Fright Night remake again, and it's still amazing. That so. is very funny, because I watched the original Fright Night. <gasps> I love the... And, I love the original Fright Night. I feel like you can like both of them at the same time. Oh, completely. Well, it's, it's funny because Brandon had never seen it, which shocked me. And so I said, you know what? Let's let's watch it. It had probably been about 10 years since I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. And what was really funny to me was realizing, like, as I watched it, I'm like, you know, that Fright Night remake was actually really good. <laughs> because it, it, does, it does a bunch of different things. And it's not, you know, it, it kind of understands the spirit of the original, but then does some really makes decisions like the fact that it's set in the suburbs of las vegas makes it a more interesting setting of a movie than almost any horror remake i can think of Um, it's so cool yeah yeah the original watching it this time it had been a while um it's it's funny to watch because i think i I remember um roddy mcdowell being a bigger part of it Mm -hmm. um and he's so good but i want more of him because you know the 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 rest of it isn't as good but really watching it i just could not believe how good and how sexy chris sarandon is in that movie he's he's really good he makes he he makes weird choices Uh, which are great 
it's a weird movie and he does weird shit. And I don't think people understood that that is also what they were doing in the remake. Like yeah. Colin Farrell was doing weird shit. You want to talk about like hot and weird and like disturbing Colin Farrell, who is not somebody that I commonly find attractive is bananas in the <laughs> remake. Like he's just so ag- like aggressively hot that it is uncomfortable. Like that's how he's playing it. But uh, I will let you have him, and I will take Chris Sarandon. Chris, but I mean, obviously, Chris Sarandon is no slouch. I just think it's funny that that, that people fucking hated this remake when it came out, and I feel like it, it it managed to remain true to something that could have easily been lost from the original, which is just like what a hot, weird, like like guy that you would feel like I should like this guy, right? Like he's projecting that I should like him. But like it's it's weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I I I I want. I think we were gonna watch the original over October, but for, lost track of it. I love that movie though. William Ragsdale, man. <laughs> I mean, the only that movie to me is Chris Sarandon. Yeah, I I don't know. I hit it at a, a weird age, I think, where I was still young enough to be like, oh, William Ragsdale, weird. and like my love for him has has cascaded through the ages like i i still see him and things i mean i regularly quote herman's head like to a t like i just the other day made a reference to herman's head where i remembered the exact delivery of the line and yet still for me chris random i get it look i get it i understand i am not i am not uh saying the popular thing here it it is all about chris random and i get it he is he is very good in that. All right, all right. It's a good movie, man. Yeah, yeah, but both, both it, are. And the remake is good, too. Yes. So I, I don't want to talk about this. I just want to say, in case people still haven't seen the Black Christmas remake, you should probably watch it. God, I love that movie. I, um, yeah, I, I think it's on Hulu now, so it's more readily available. Yeah. And again, I still, I think there are issues with that movie, but there are... Yeah. I have channeled Imogen Poots in that moment when she is talking to the security guard and trying to convince him that something is going on, but trying not to be a quote-unquote hysterical woman when she does. I keep thinking about that moment and that performance, and it just keeps driving me insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this is is something, I mean, this is what I said about Spiral, but, like, again, if if your complaint is that black christmas is a little on the nose or a little like explicit with its messaging um go back uh, i don't know since the dawn of film <laughs> and pick out all the movies that are uh, low-key about women not being listened to and maybe you need to see a movie mm-hmm. that is explicitly about that yeah <laughs> because clearly no one's been picking up on that preach sister preach it's not like it's doing anything different it's just super explicit about it mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the things that were, was both uh, that was divisive, really, because I liked that it was being explicit about it, and other people have a big fucking problem about that because they felt like they were being lectured. Well, maybe you need to be. Lectured. Well, I was lectured about cleavage and the babysitter, so there you go. <laughs> oh, that movie. Um, so this is streaming on Netflix. Um, if I was making a list, this would be on it too. It is Vampires versus the Bronx. Um, oh, this is the like kind of fun one that people are talking highly about it yeah i'm glad people are talking good about it it's really good it's very throwbacky it's extremely nice. earnest it is it is like 
it is like a modern monster squad or Cute. something it, it, like just in the spirit of it it's it's about like kids and friendship and like community and it's also nice. weird and scary i don't know i like cool. that a lot so i recommend everybody who has netflix watch it if they haven't um rewatch the child's play remake uh i watched it for the first time for the first time because yeah, i was I very you know me i i don't take many stands in my in my life but i felt i could not give that movie any money or support uh now it was on hulu i'm like all right i can watch it without feeling guilty about giving like money against don mancini so well what did you think um i liked it i will say i think it um I under and I know a lot, again a lot. I knew you liked it. I know a lot of people whose opinions I value spoke highly of it. Um, I really love the setup. I think they were really smart about um, kind of how they were just the story in general um, and yeah. just saying okay, we're gonna we're gonna make it. You know, the smart toy and very we're gonna rush through things. We're not gonna delve into things and, and that it has a really specific tone. Um, I think it does mean horror comedy really well i think the the all of the kills are ridiculous and they work because i think the movie really commits to this very over-the-top style but yet this very kind of muted low-budget one Mm -hmm. um i thought the end i didn't love the ending i just thought it had this has this great big sequence and then it just kind of fizzled into an ending so Mm -hmm. i did it left me a little unsatisfied but overall i have to say to me if it was very clever well, I mean, that's pretty high praise considering yeah. how you feel about Yes, how I don't feel it should have been made. But if this was going to be made, this was a, a decent case scenario. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. And I like to watch things with Aubrey Plaza in it. And I yeah, think it's she's really, fun. really weird that she's the mom in this. It's <laughs> and great. the movie acknowledges and that. And I'm fine with that. I, lo- I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. There's one sequence and one kill that I don't like. Um but everything else is is pitch perfect mm-hmm. for me, so I kind of look past it. Fair. I don't like mean things, and there's one. And there's thing a character that you mean. really don't want to die. That yeah, I know, I know the one you mean. Yeah, it's too mean for me. Yep, I'm with um, you. I'm but with other you. than that, I I like it. I don't. I think it was streaming somewhere. I don't know. It's on Hulu. The amount I think. of services that, uh, that I have at my <laughs> fingertips at this point. Um, so I'm sure you did not watch this, and good for you. So. For some reason, there is a Adam Sandler Halloween movie. I did not watch it. And um, for some reason, the internet was convinced for like three days that it was really good. <laughs> I'm here to it's tell you It's been a weird year, don't... everybody. It's been a weird fucking year. But, and that's the thing. Like, if people want to like weird shit or stupid stuff or dumb things or funny things just because it, like, helps them cope, like, I get it. I, I'm not the audience for Hubie Halloween, I don't think. Um, but the, the one of the little boys from Stranger Things is in it. Delightful. I, I liked everything in it that wasn't Adam Sandler. And that's not against okay, Adam Sandler. Something. I don't like his shtick, and I don't like his... I don't, I don't... He was doing a real Adam Sandler character in this, and I did not enjoy it. <laughs> I did not like it. Um, Zach and I did a um, digital film festival. Oh, cool! In um, there, we watched like ten movies in like a weekend or whatever. None of them I have distribution that I've seen yet, so I'm not going to mention anything until I start seeing that they're actually available places. 
but know that I saw some weird shit that I will eventually talk about. Boy, does that make you sound like a hipster. But, like, I don't want to be like, and then this movie. So these are really cool movies that you can't see. You can't see any of these, so I don't want to do that. I respect that. I look forward to when they become available, you being like, yeah, I knew that one before it was cool. Well, like, I can't wait for some of them, because there's a couple that I think that people are, that I know are really going to like. Nice. Um, so this is a really good movie. A list, it might be on it. It's called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Um, it is newish, and I just had it up on IMDb, and it closed. Opening it again. So, uh, it's a weird movie, and apparently there's this man, and he is the writer, director, and star, and that might spell disaster for some people, but this man is very funny and very handsome and very talented. And it's a good cast. It's uh, Re- Robert Forster Re- and Ricky Lindholm. Ricky Lindholm is really good in Love it. Her. So it's very funny. It's very quick. It's, it is um, weird and kind of dark hu- humor-wise, but it's um, very much my sense of humor. Nice. So it worked, it worked really well for me. Um, it's about a wolf in a small snowy town. So if you like snow horror. I love which, snow horror. Which I do too. The setting is like, and like, it, it, I could see somebody saying like, no, nah, I found all the characters annoying. And I get that. That's fine. But like, I didn't. So <laughs> okay. that's not like a, a broad thing to say. Um, so I would recommend that. I don't remember. We might have rented that. Yeah. It's not streaming free anywhere yet. Yeah, so um, I was we were trying to like pick a movie a week because we're not going to the movies sure. to like actually rent and support, and this was I, like a couple weeks ago we did that one. Um, finally watched the new Adams Family, the cartoon. Okay, uh, what, what did you I think? Didn't like it? Yeah, I didn't. It, it looked not what I wanted it to look mm. like. Yeah, it looked cute, but I didn't. And it was fine, and maybe if I had a little kid, they would like it. But, like, I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. I get, I get truly, I'm not the audience for that. Sure. But, um, watched The Haunting again, which is a the movie original? I am... No, the 90s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, the, so, the original, obviously the original three. But this movie, the, uh, the opening of the haunting before it goes a hundred percent off the rails. And if, if people have not seen this movie, it is worth watching because it is strange. The opening is actually really like loyal to the source material. And, and I appreciate how like it sticks to it and, and really does it in a modern way. And it's cool and fun and, and exciting to see it, you know? And then it completely is unhinged at the end <laughs> and, and makes it just makes shit up. Just making shit up, and it's bad. But I don't know. I'm still mesmerized every time it's on. <laughs> you don't have to defend yourself to me. Um, mentioning it because it's really low budget and it was weird. I watched a movie called Saturday Morning Mystery, which I think is also known as Saturday Morning Murders. I don't know if I recommend it, but it's like, what if, like, Scooby Doo was real, like these these mystery solving this mystery solving group was actually like solving mysteries and debunking ghosts and okay, stuff fun and like the setup was good and there was some early stuff that was interesting it it, it did waste some time mm. um but it was i don't know worth worth looking at if it ever comes across i'm sure it was streaming somewhere and that's why we found it 
Um, there is a movie with Clive Owen called Intruders. No, not oh. that Intruders. Wait. Not that one. Wait, I, I feel like I've seen this. But... Is this the one where he doesn't have a mouth on the cover and like no uh, eyes? Yes. I have definitely seen this movie. I probably watched it because he was in it. Um, yes, I <laughs> um, I found, I'm like, I think I wrote about it and I found it on my blog. Um, I don't remember anything about it except my 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 heading, my title for this write, write-up was Clive Owen can intrude upon me any day. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's like, I think I complained about, not complained, but I mentioned this interesting thing when I first moved here and to Seattle and we have a big video store here. You can look for movies in horror and obviously you're looking at horror movies. And then if you look for movies in thriller, sometimes you see movies that could have been horror movies, but Mm. because they're in thriller, you realize that it was actually inside their head the whole time. Yeah, yep, yep. (laughs) And this is the guy who did 28 28 weeks later. This is uh, that guy. That sound, yeah, 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 I think we did look at that when we were watching it. I, it just, uh, like, it wasn't, uh, it fizzled. Okay. But there were a couple interesting looking things, and when I th- still thought it was actually happening, I was like, this is kind of cool. But Got that it. is also streaming somewhere. Um, on Shudder, there is a movie called Scare Me, and it is... This is an anthology? kind of it's very interesting it's two two writers in a cabin telling like each other scary stories but it's like in the cabin like it's very self-contained and, okay and, any good and they, yes uh it could have i for me it could have been great and it was just it was just good but there are good performances in it and i think it, it does say stuff about this this man, man thinks he's should be better or is better than this mm, woman who's okay. more successful than him. <laughs> so so it's kind of funny to see that play out. Okay, nice. It's relatable content. Um, I saw the new craft. Oh, know. I have not yet. I have not yet. Um, so we won't talk about it until you eventually. Okay, see it. okay. You do recommend it though, I believe, right? <gasps> I cried mm-hmm. through like. 60 percent of it it oh. was just really well done and in and in beautiful i nice. thought but nice i'm rooting for it i'm rooting for it yeah i think you'll like it um it also seems to be not being shit on as hard as other Good. movies of yeah. that ilk have been black christmas mm. um saw the witches remake did you see that no or- no we moved right as that debuted on hbo max so i did not get to watch it so I guess the, it's not a, I mean, the new witches, I'm sure it's based more on the source material mm-hmm. material than it is on the Nick Rogue movie, but I liked her in it, um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. She did an admirable job. Um, there's some things about it I liked, but overall I just didn't. Yeah, that was one that I was so excited when I heard everything about it and the cast, like there's so many people yep. in that cast that excite me. And then it seems like nobody was happy with the end result. Yeah, I, there was a lot of CGI, as you mm, could yeah. probably guess, and to varying degrees of success as well. And I don't know, it just fell kind of. I there was parts of it that just didn't 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 connect. And mm. I don't know, maybe like kids would watch it and be like super into it. But um, what is exciting is in the original movie. I've never read the the book, the story. I read it as a kid. 
Um, but like the grandmother is such a huge part of the original movie and it's, it was exciting to have Octavia Spencer be like that role in the movie. Cause then that indicates she's going to have a really large part in it. And she did. And that was nice. Nice. See her nice. Doing things. Um, uh, watch Annabelle again. Nice. I think Annabelle is amazing. I love I all three of them. Yeah, I don't understand people that don't like the first Annabelle. Same, same. I really don't. Because I think, and again, I think you and I both agree, there is a there is one very large issue with that movie, which is it does a um, black savior thing, which I don't get. Yeah. But that aside, I think the aesthetic of that movie looks great. The apartment is so 70s. I love it. There's a Rosemary's yeah. Baby element to it. And the opening violence, I think, is really, really good and yeah. scary and, and close and crazy. And yeah, I, I think it's weirdly underrated. Yep. I, I, I think so, too. And I don't I don't understand. People will like just be like, ugh, Annabelle. And right. I want to know, like, what are they? Ugh, yeah, I don't get it. So they were making an origin, a doll origin story, and they were like, but actually, what if Rosemary's baby? It's a weird choice. Like, they, they didn't yeah. have to make No, they could have made the easiest movie out of that, and they didn't. They decided to go in a completely different direction. That, like, it, yeah, all they had to do was have this little doll, this creepy doll, like, up and running after people. But they decided not to. And I don't know why they made that decision, but I applaud it. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it definitely was like, oh, yeah, I do like this movie. Uh, yeah. So, that was nice. So that's, I think that's all the horror movies I have. All right. Um, I'll dive into my horror list, um, several of which were recommends from you, yeah. uh, including one that I, th- I think we talked about before. Um on Amazon Prime, also starring Imogen Poots, the heroine of the week with Vivarium. Oh, yeah. Loved this you, movie so you much. Mentioned, you already mentioned to me that you had seen it. Yeah, I think when we talked about okay. Community, the Fear Itself episode, I brought it up because it had that kind of element to it. Um, I I loved this. I again, it's so like, good. It's so good. It does the two things I love, which is a little bit of a Stepford thing, but yep. then it does that thing of... This, there is something, it, it's a boring everyday world, but you can't get out of it. And we don't know what's going on. And you kind of find out, but like, who cares if you do? Because there's just something about life is, I, my setting is normal, except it's not. And I think it does it so well. I love her in it. Um, like, she really, like, I'm starting to like every, like, I want to see every movie she does because it's one of those, she's starting to become one of those actors that just makes decisions where she's like, oh, she yep. picked that movie. I bet that movie is secretly really good. And it is. So I loved this. Yeah, I'm really glad you did. I yeah. think that it it uh, is, it accidentally uh, represents a lot of what oh, yes. people have been going through this year. <laughs> but yes. also, that's a universal feeling, you know, getting totally. trapped in one's, like, life yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think um, what it does with this kind of thing about, like, um, you know, motherhood and all of that, like, yep. I, I just dig it. I really dig it. Is it on the nose? Sure. But it's also weird. So it's fine. It's so weird. And considering it technically is like a closed location yeah. movie, it manages to never feel repetitive or stale, totally. which is so hard. It moves really fast somehow. Like, without doing much visually, it 
it I mean I was just glued I remember watching it on like a Friday night which is my last my least attention span moment and I decided I'm like ah this is isn't that long I, I can do a movie let me do it and I was riveted I loved it and I, I've been thinking about it ever since I'm glad you liked it yeah so a movie that um another movie you recommended to me uh, with a when you gave me some disclaimers, but I and I had wanted to see it was the lodge. Oh yeah. Um. At this oh, point, it's yeah. been so long since I, I watched it. I warned you. About... You did. Oh no, which was very helpful because okay. it meant as soon as I saw a character I would care a lot about, I knew not to care about that character because I knew that character's fate, and that was very helpful, and I appreciate that. Okay, good. Phew. Yeah. Um, I liked this. I think the problem is. Like, uh, it, the performances are great. Um, the look is great. It's snow horror, like we said. We both love love us some good snow horror. Um, but you get to a point where you think to yourself, I have seen this filmmaking duo's other movie, and I feel like I'm starting to watch the same movie. Yeah. And you kind of are. <laughs> um, and so that's one thing. Like, I want their next movie to be something completely different. Because mm-hmm. that hurt it for me. was just thinking, this is Goodnight Mommy again. In a different way. But there's so many elements shared between the two. To where it's hurting my viewing of this movie. Because I'm just thinking, is it going to end that way? Or is it going to end the opposite way? Either way, I know how this movie ends. Like, in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do I do know what you mean. Um, so they, yeah, I get what you're saying. In order for them to continue to be innovative and relevant, they need to make They need to do something stop. completely yeah. different. Yeah. Um, let's see. I watched on Shudder, I watched Haunt, which is the uh, Halloween haunted house movie where, of course, the yeah. haunted house goes against them and tries to kill them. This was okay. I don't know. I didn't, I, people really loved it. I, oh, it was fine. I, I didn't get much out of it. Yeah. Um, I think it did some cool thing. It it made a good decision about its main character. It gave her something. It gave her a past and an element that made everything she did have a certain weight to it. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I'll forget that I watched this at a, at a certain point. Um, a movie that I will not forget that I have in horror. It could easily go in drama. And I think it's probably better to not think of it as horror um i had never heard of this and it was recommended to me on facebook i forget by who and i apologize because whoever did it i was so happy to have found this movie exhibit a oh i don't this know it's a this british is. movie from like 2008 or so it is found footage um if you look at the cover it looks like oh it's a found footage horror movie like it looks like there's nothing um creative about it like this would blend in with a million other movies for you but it is so good. It mm. is um, about a family, this kind of middle-class family in England that gets a video camera. So, of course, they're documenting everything. And the dad, who's this kind of big, affable guy, basically starts losing it. Um, he's got issues at work. He's got issues drinking. Um, he's got two teenage kids and a wife. And, like, everything's starting to unravel. And it's just everything unraveling. And it is really disturbing. Um, it feels almost like like if Michael Haneke made a found footage movie. Like that's kind of that Interesting. feeling. It's really dark. Um, it is really good. Uh, the the all four of the actors are great. Um, it is very disturbing. It is very well done. I I don't think the director has made other stuff, but nothing I'd heard of. Um, what I added one of his movies to my queue. 
Uh, it's again, it's probably like got lost because if you thought it was a horror movie, it's kind of not. Um, but it's too disturbing to be a drama, I guess, because mm-hmm, it really mm-hmm. is disturbing. It's really good. Highly recommend. Um, okay. Uh, another movie that I recommended to you, I think five times, and I'm going to keep recommending it to you because I really want you to watch it on Netflix. What keeps you alive? Yeah, I still haven't watched it. I want you to watch it. I know. It's got the girl that you love, and she's playing a really great character. Okay, okay. It's got the the girl who um, is in Jigsaw, and she's in The Purge season one, and she's always in horror movies, and she's really cute. Um, It is her and her girlfriend, or her wife, actually, go to like a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and stuff happens. And you don't want to know anything else about this movie because okay. it has a rug pull moment so early on and it is just from that point on you're like whoa what am i watching um the problem is and and i envy you oh, my friend you know. i en- mm. i don't ever get to like just i'm saying this quiet so i'm not overheard i don't ever get to just pick a movie like every movie is a general consensus movie because i haven't watched a movie by myself in probably a year okay maybe maybe a year and i need you to blink twice if some if you need help now i I can't see you so i'm just going to assume that you did blink twice oh yeah and it's colin minahan yes writer director yes um so it's sometimes like Zach gets in. This is why I watch a lot of garbage. Zach gets very much like I don't want to watch anything serious. Mm. But you're right. I remember when I went on that Colin Minahan like kick. Yeah. And the, it stains the sand. Red is really good. Everything about this movie is made for you. I it, it really is. Yes. Uh okay okay I'll push it I'll push it. Um I'll say it's really um, hey man this is really good that's what I'll say. <laughs> See, I I learned long ago that there are certain aspects of my film watching that just does not cross over with my husband's. And and that's that's made life better. I like, I like drama. Like, I like to watch dramas occasionally. And if you've noticed, I don't watch those ever. I like, it's hard to, to find something unless it's like genre-y or stupid like like i don't know turn turn hooch or something like i don't get to i don't get get to watch movies but did you know colin minahan wrote spiral the movie i was just talking about i didn't but if you needed one more reason to it's true he's like low-key really good or maybe high-key i don't know he's good and i think that people should pay more attention to him that being said i'm now trying to sell myself on the movie that you okay just watch this fucking movie it's good i will more do i have to do do i know i, I know do i, I do you. i need to like i don't no. know fly to seattle and yeah. hand deliver no, it not. and risk myself and others just to do this for you to watch the fucking movie during uh, yes at any other time in history but no <laughs> not right now okay okay i'll watch it you will i will okay good okay um you will also would you will not watch oh here's one you will not watch uh i hated this movie i think it's streaming on shutter the domestics with kate bosworth um i kept seeing the title go by a million times it was either on amazon or shutter and the cover is like kate bosworth and another dude in front of like an american flag and this is another kind of like interesting quarantine movie um because it is set in the near future where apparently a whole lot of the world has died from a virus that they never talk about again. And the world is kind of, you know, if you have a gun, you can maybe survive, but there's not much food out there. So it's all, there's no law, all of that. 
and her and her husband are trying to to get to like her parents um this so this isn't a bad movie like this is as an action movie as a kind of an action horror movie like it's decently made there's some good sequences lance reddick shows up for one scene and he is the best thing in the movie as he often is but this is so not the movie to watch if you are not somebody that thinks what's wrong with america is that we don't all have guns <laughs> like mm. it's very like um and I don't know much about, I forgot to look up, like, who made it and kind of what. Basically, if you've, like, you know, the whole, like, whole, like Vince Vaughn and Isaac Craig Zoller, like, that whole thing of these clearly, like, quietly right-wing dudes making action movies that keep reminding us how, you know, um, how us, us damn liberals would, would all die if something went mm-hmm. wrong. That's what this movie is, and the fact that it is ultimately, a like, Kate Bosworth and her husband, who's also white, of course, um, like, end up, like, the final act of this movie is them killing a bunch of black people, like, and emerging as, like, the badasses. Yeah, this had a lot of problems with this movie. Don't watch it. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. all of that is very upsetting. Um, I don't know if he's still with Britney Snow, but Britney Snow's x is in it that's that boy tyler oh. i mean he's tyler. fine in it i'm not I like, like again it's it's a decent it's a well-made movie there yeah, is just like it was just and who knows who's you know i don't know that that dude in kate bosworth went into this thinking like yeah white power but it feels like this movie is quietly very white power mm. yeah. yeah uh that's weird yeah i don't yeah. i don't love that and no. i won't be watching it even don't. though kate bosworth bosworth's character name is nina west which is weird. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, that's a very common name. It just happens to be a drag queen's name. But. Oh, yeah. Like, for a minute, I'm like, why did that sound so familiar? And I remember yeah, the whole movie, it's like, yeah, familiar. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I got. Uh, I, I finished up the Urban Legend series, watched Urban Legend oh. 2 and Bloody Mary, part three. Thank God. I love these movies. Man, this is secretly the best slasher franchise of the 90s. I couldn't get into the third one. We really? shut it off. Oh, even with Kate Mara? Yeah, I could. I thought it was boring and and not great. I mean, made. it's dumb. It's very dumb. Uh, the CGI is very bad. It is not very good. But I just enjoyed all three of them. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I've I've always wanted to watch all of them. I'm not a huge fan of the first one. The second one, I don't ever remember anything about. And then like the I, second I, one is I, very I, Scream I, Two because it's very like they're film students, so it's all meta and such. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah. I remember. And then the third one, I, when I tell you we were five minutes into it, like we shut it right off. Wow. Didn't give it a shot. The third one, what I liked about the third one, it had a lot of references, I thought, without yeah. being obnoxious to other movies, which part two does too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I like the franchise overall quite a bit. They're they're doing another one now with um, Loretta Devine and, and Rebecca Gayhart. So I'm yes. all in. That is, that is fun. Yeah, maybe I should watch all of them. Give them a go. I will. Let's see. Uh, you know what? It's about time you gave them a go. Amityville 1992, it's about time. Wait, what's that one? Okay, so uh, this is a streaming on Shudder. Amityville 1992, that is the title of the movie. Oh, colon, boy. Colon, it's about time. 
Oh, I've seen this go by, and this is this is the type of movie that Zach will threaten to put on if I don't if I don't pick something. <laughs> I really liked it. So this is dumb. Um, and I have not seen. I am no Amityville completist. I think I've seen parts one and two, and that's it. Uh, this is like the fifth one, maybe. I don't know. It is 1992. It's very 90s. Uh, it's the director who did Hellraiser two. Uh, so it actually looks. There's aspects of it that look really good. The house is really cool. It's very, like, late 80s, early 90s, suburban, but California. And it's there's something about the visuals of this movie that are weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some crazy shit that goes on. It's There's weird sex stuff, which is fitting, because it's like there's, like, brother-sister stuff, which there was in Amityville, too. Um, this is the evil clock one, where there's a clock that's evil, and that's why it's about time. And it's very funny, I thought. And there's definitely, like, like, I think there's elements of it that are kind of smart. Like, to me, there was a a reference to the beyond. Maybe I'm wrong, but there was a shot of a woman standing in this, you know, wide open desert with a German shepherd. And I'm like, that's the beyond. Like, this director is referencing the beyond. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like, right? Um, And yes, this is the one that ends, (laughs) has the line where... Um, a character says is asked what is, what's it about and she says it's about time and that's that's the subtitle of the movie Jesus. which is pretty great um so yeah I, I i found it really fun it's stupid but it's fun uh you know what's not as fun and i thought it would be really fun fear.com.com oh yeah. yeah i think you mentioned that you watched it yeah Maybe. um yeah. it looks good it's a good looking movie it just it, and it's not like honestly it might not be bad it's just you go into fear.com thinking you're getting 90s internet movie and you don't like it's a murder mystery and it's dark yeah. and i don't know i wanted dumb and i didn't get dumb and i did not it, i wanted dumb. it sh- it should be more fun if it's gonna be yeah. like that yeah uh let's see on hulu part of their into the dark series i watched pure which is one of their segments that's female directed and i can't remember yeah, the, fem- the filmmaker I'm- I had heard of I I had heard of this. We didn't know Hulu for a long while, so I didn't even try to keep up with it. But is this one worth going in for? I think this one's worth going in for. Um, I liked I. This is one that I wish had made a different decision. Um, ten minutes from the end, like, mm-hmm. uh, because what it's about. It, this is um teenage girls who are going to a purity retreat, which is as awful as it sounds, and um there may be like an evil spirit out there that they have summoned that now might be after them. And meanwhile, their dads are all these awful Christian um, dudes making their daughters sign chastity pledges and all that. And it's really good looking. Like it actually visually, I really like what the director did. Uh, The performances are good. There's some really interesting things going on between these teenage girls and I kind of wish it just wasn't a horror movie. I think it would have been scarier if it was just about interesting these girls at a purity retreat. Like that was a movie mm-hmm. right there. I didn't need um, kind of cheap CGI thrown in. So I liked it. I'd recommend it. Um, it's not great, but I think it's interesting and has stuff. Mm. Cool. Let's see. On Amazon, I watched a movie called Stag Night, which is oh, boy. Well, see, that's the thing. I looked at the, at the and the header, like the description was like a bachelor party gets stuck in the in the tunnels of the subway, and you're like, oh, oh. I get to watch a movie about a and, and it's better actually, a bachelor party and two strippers get stuck underground in Manhattan and have to fend for their lives from like crazy cannibals. 
So I was kind of expecting, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like shitty dudes being shitty. And then the cast rolls in. I'm like, Breck and Meyer, Vanessa Shaw, like there's actual people in this movie that I know. And this isn't great, but it's not. um, It's funny because the lead guy was in, I think, Hostel 3. And it feels like at first you're thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a hostile-ish movie. But overall, I didn't like this movie, but it doesn't go where I thought it would. Like, the strippers are just, oh, yeah, these are the two strippers from the club who are taking the subway home now. Vanessa Shaw is one of them, and she's, like, a student at Columbia, and their subway gets stuck in a stop that doesn't exist, and it turns out there's, like, Hills Have Eyes-ish people living underground. And, like, all, like, those missing people in New York, like, this is what happened to them kind of thing. So it's a good setup. Um... It's a it's a ridiculously good cast for the movie that it is. Yeah. But the problem is you can't see anything. Like it's shot really dark. It's like 2008 Real? when that's what you did. Oh. That's so, a bummer yeah. because like I can't I can't commit to that. No, I wouldn't recommend it. Um it's not bad. Um and if you're like a subway horror completist, I, I had never heard of that. this one. Yeah, it just, it's not, I mean, like, I, I couldn't see half of the movie. Like, I didn't know who was alive. Like, is, is Brendan Meyer still alive? I, I don't know. I need to hear his voice, because I can't see anybody, so. That's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, one that I enjoyed, uh, also on Hulu, I believe, uh, Pie Wacket. Did you watch this? No, but I've heard of it, and I've seen it on lists. Yeah, yeah. Um, I the I liked it enough, and then I listened to a fa- the Faculty of Horror did a podcast about it, and it made me think, mm-hmm. oh, I should really re- rewatch it because I maybe I missed some stuff. It's good. It's a teenage girl who's in stuff, and I can't think of what she was in, but she's very good, and her mom is Lori Holden, and okay. basically the girl is has a bad relationship with her mom, so she and she's kind of gothy, and she's into like devil stuff, kind of. So she summons a demon to kill her mom and then realizes oh fuck my mom might die I don't know if I want my mom to die uh it's good it's it's well made there's some really effective stuff going on um yeah it's worth a watch definitely that actually does sound very I think you would like it I think there's a lot of things about it that would speak to you Mm, that does sound good yeah uh and then two more horror uh one this was a married with clickers summer special they do mm-hmm. um another podcast I, I think most of our listeners know them but if you don't married with clickers is a wonderful film podcast uh and they do like every movie under the sun and at the summer times they do kind of crappy trashy movies and they found a great title on amazon prime called up against amanda oh okay uh do you know who plays? I don't know what this is at all. This is everything, Christine. Everything. Uh, Amanda is played by Jason Priestley's sister, whose name I can't. It's like Jeannie Priestley or something. Oh, okay. Um, and poor Amanda has had a very bad life, and she just got out of a mental asylum, and um, moves into a neighborhood and becomes obsessed with her neighbor, who is awful and like gross, and for whatever reason she's obsessed with him, and she will do whatever it takes to get him. This movie is is everything. It is so trashy <laughs> and weird. There's so many random shots of dolls. Um, there's a lot of bad 90s internet stuff, but the movie's from, like, 2001. But it, oh, Or it might be yeah. from, like... Yeah, it feels like it was made in 1991. Um, I, it is, like... It's one of those not, like, not Lifetime standard Lifetime movies, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I recommend. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the last horror uh, was a rewatch, 
And this was another, I'm home, let me do stuff, let me put this on with the commentary track, which I had never done. And my rule for watching The Mist is that normally I, oh, I only watch the black and white version. The black and white, yeah. yeah but th- in this case, it was um, the commentary track was only on the f- uh, color version, so I had to mm-hmm. watch that one. And boy, does that movie work better in black and white, for one thing. It does. 100 percent it's yeah. a it, it's aged better than black and white oh, i originally saw it in color and was and when i learned that there was a black and white version i said oh this is this is the one to go with from here on out because these yeah. effects are, are going to age better when you yeah don't it's see the color because the effects are very cgi and and yeah. look fine in black and white and the other thing too that i think works better in black and white is there's decisions that are made that I you catch when you really watch closely or if you cheat and listen to the commentary track um like there are decisions made to sort of make it feel very timeless Mm -hmm. which I think work well like every soldier is wearing a different era of uniform Mm -hmm. and it's this thing that just kind of feeds into this sort of 1950s aspect of it yeah and I think the other thing that I thought, remember the first time I watched it when it came out back in, what, 2007 or so, and thought the Marsha Gay Harden character was a little over the top, was a little much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And right? Now it's probably and now you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very, like, I've, I know people, I'm related to people like her. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. And, um, I yeah. Ha- I haven't seen it in a while, but I've been inching towards a rewatch, I think. It's it's worth a rewatch. I I also really would recommend the commentary if you own the DVD. Um, there's one really cool thing that came. That I was curious to listen to um, Darabont talk about because I I mean there's a lot to be said about Frank Darabont, but one thing that I that I think is clearly very true of him is that he he really cares about actors, and I think his actors are very loyal to him, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that most of them left The Walking Dead when he left the show. Yep. Um, but what was really what I was I was excited to hear him talk about Melissa McBride, who is Carol on The Walking Dead, who is the best thing on The Walking Dead, and who kind of like very famously was cast as a local actress, right? She was you know was filmed in North Carolina. She was one of those. Um, okay, here's a smaller part, so we don't need to go to Hollywood. Let's try to get local actors for it. And she, and Darabont knew her because of the mist. She is the mother in the beginning, who's like separated mm-hmm. from her kid, mm-hmm. and you know then she comes back at the very end. And I always figured, I'm like, oh, she must, she must have gotten Walking Dead because of this. And he talks about her. And this is, the commentary was done in 2008, way before The Walking Dead. And he talks about how, like, you know, how when they cast her, it was going to be just a, um, like, she wasn't going to come back at the end. Yeah. Um, but that they do the scene and, like, she, do, she does her scene and everybody applauded at the end of her scene. Like, it was one of those cases of just everybody on set suddenly being like, are you seeing what's happening over there? Like, that, <laughs> oh, here's this actress that out of nowhere, this local actress who was like, whoa, she's really good. Um, and it's so cool, like, to see that and realize, like, oh, great. Like, like, and she was able to get that chance that she always should have had and to be a leading lady at the age of, you know, 50 or That's however awesome. old she is. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was my horror. Um, one kind of crash over, I would say, is uh, Terminator Dark Fate. <gasps> I want to talk about that, but I have to pee so bad. Oh, can we, can we pause for a second? We can pause for a second, yes. Okay, let's pause, and I can't wait to talk about okay. it. Okay. Troubled. That woman's not wearing underwear. Is that all you can think about? Food and sex? Yes. Please, focus. Look out! <laughs> Thank you.
time for small talk. We're late. Petty, hold the elevator. Petty. I think Louise is so sweet. I think this woman is wearing underwear. I think there's too many people in this elevator. And I think you are all idiots. That's gonna work. Tell me about Terminator Dark Fate immediately. So I... This was an interesting one for me because I think it's kind of different from what I normally feel about Terminators. Terminators to me are mostly about the action because I gave up on the story. To me, um, the whole... Anytime you try to think through the logistics or meaning of the Terminator like storyline, it just blows up. So I give up on that and just say, ah, let me watch just good action movies. What I found about this one is that I could have watched this as a movie without any action sequences and been happy. Because mm-hmm. I loved the, ca- the character stuff and story stuff. I was there for it. Um, the action? Eh, whatever. But, I, but the Linda Hamilton, um, young woman, Mackenzie Davis, that yep. dynamic, that relationship, where the reveal, which I was really hoping for... Um, all of that stuff I was into. Didn't need an extra hour of action, but all that, totally into it. I agree. There is some action that I really, really, really appreciate. Also, Mackenzie Davis, like, fucking... Love her. Yeah. I don't know, man. She can she can beat up that, that hot Terminator all day, every day, and I'll be yeah. okay with it. But I completely understand what you're saying. Um, I heard people say that it was derivative or it was just a copy of the original but but it's it's not it's not and you know what genesis wasn't and everybody hated it so why not go back to what worked but with a twist like if people wanted an original terminator movie they would have liked genesis no that's it that's a good point that so this does stuff that I thought was really good and really interesting and yeah I I don't I don't know yeah it's weird I don't I don't understand what people didn't like about it um and it's at some point I don't feel satisfied saying well you just don't like that there are women in it yeah because it could uh, really is that where we're at any movie that has a a, a female lead doing non-typical female lead stuff you don't like it like, that seems really weird to me. Well, or that somebody would watch it and say, well, you know, it felt forced. How many movies have I watched where it was three dudes protecting, you know, whatever was, was valuable? Like, mm-hmm. in this one, it happened to be three women. And, like, Arnold was there. Like, it, it also wasn't totally, you know, devoid of men. It was just the women were more important and more interesting. Yeah, and and I I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to not see things places. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't get the criticisms of of this movie. Like no. it's fine to not like a movie, but the reasons people the direct reasons people were citing for not liking this one, I found. And see, I thought from what I because I, I feel like this was well reviewed. I think critically, it was like one of the higher ones. But I but I it tanked, and I think it's fair. I mean, one. 
uh, very possible thought on that is well genesis sucked like genesis wasn't good like i liked it because it's stupid but it wasn't good mm-hmm. and it seemed like it was more that like tr- fatigue of oh here's a, you know james cameron said genesis was good too and it wasn't like that it was more that than it being lady led mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed it and again like it was yeah i i enjoyed it and i enjoyed the story aspect more than the action me too and the reveal or whatever yeah the, the twist well i thought it, like at once because once you kind of when linda hamilton first kind of says like oh i know who you are and i was like oh really we're doing this again and then you're like oh we're not and i was like yeah that's right there's and, no other way can for it i to tell go. you that i don't think people realized that it what it did i think people saw that it was gonna do the same thing and they said oh it's doing the same thing and then they didn't update when it didn't yeah. I swear, I've I seen people tell me, people have told me on that, that right, hell right. site that, Ugh. oh, it just did the same shtick as the first one. And I was like, did you not watch You don't get movie? it. You don't get it. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, I, t- tell me to stop. I and Ray is not Palpatine's here. granddaughter. So there. Don't talk about movies on Twitter. Honestly, because <laughs> the most live. random people will be like, actually, let me explain to you in depth why. Why you don't wrong, understand actually, this thing that you've talked about very clearly. Yes. I mean, but I'm glad you liked it. I, I did. Really, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed really it quite a bit. It. Yeah. Um, I've got like a handful of others in other genres. I don't know if you do. Would you like to I, run through them? I kind of do. They're, most of them are sci-fi leaning. Um, but... I saw the new Bill and Ted. Oh, what'd you think of it? I still have not I watched it, it. I thought it was amazing. Nice. Um, I definitely, I don't, I, oh boy, I've never seen the second one, but I grew up with the first one on television. Yeah, so I've seen one that so one much. like a hundred million times. And I understand the character. Like I get it. I get what I'm watching. This movie is really earnest and heartfelt nice. and like beautiful in a weird way. And I don't know. It's just, re- it's, if I didn't know the people involved, like who was involved in it, I would say, oh boy, this, this dumb shit comedy didn't have any right to be this earnest and sweet, <laughs> but I understand who's, who's behind the film. Yeah. So like, it all makes sense. It's just a very lovely movie. Nice. And funny. There's funny parts, obviously, but like, I, I definitely recommend it. Very nice. Um, I would like to say that. I watched my favorite trilogy. Um, it is the early mid. It can't be high strong because there's only two of them. So what is it? The early, the early mid two thousands. Uh, Nicole Kidman is is doing weird, making weird choices trilogy, and that would be Stepford Wives, uh, The Invasion, and Bewitched. <laughs> God, you rewatch Stepford Wives? I oh, I've rewatched it multiple times since wow. we talked about it. Wow. But it's my favorite. It's my favorite trilogy. I think the invasion okay. is is criminally underrated. Okay, I, I owe it another chance. I I love the inv- I love all of these movies so much. The invasion is so stupid good. It's so good, and I want. I will segue into this. I watched the um, seventy eight invasion of the body snatchers, mm-hmm. Donald Sutherland one. I, I I don't know why I said seventy eight. I hope that's right. I think yeah, I think um, that's right. I had never seen that movie. Oh, my. So I don't really have a... F- so I get me saying that Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig's The Invasion is amazing when I've not really ever seen another invasion of the Body That's Snatchers. That's not true. We covered Body Snatchers 1992. 
there you go. So I've seen that one. It's good. So I think there's room for all of them. So obviously Agreed. 78 is a really weird, upsetting Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal movie. I, yeah. I just never watched it because, of course, I'm going to like this. It just felt like, like I know what this is about. Of course, I do this a lot. Um, but I loved it. And then, I, and then we watched Invasion, the Invasion, like a couple days later. And what Invasion manages to hold on to, but also change, is very interesting. It updates in a really cool way, but it keeps a lot of the same paranoia mm-hmm. and. Obviously, there are things that happen in, in in the invasion. I mean, invasion of the body snatchers, the seventy-eight one. That I don't think a, a moderner movie would take swings like that. Like it, that that seventy-eight movie takes some some swings and does yeah. some wild shit. That genuinely plays as upsetting on film, mm-hmm. and the invasion doesn't do that. And it focuses weirdly, and the ending is definitely not you know whatever and there's apparently a lot of reshoots i was gonna say i know that wasn't necessarily the director's vision yeah and they retooled the script but there are things in there oh there are things in there and making like that the hunted person be like a beautiful therapist named nicole kidman is just (laughs) a fun choice for me i I just love those movies those three movies are great i just love them you can can't nobody tell me nothing about them (laughs) Uh, um Go ahead. I mean, I'm not one to talk because um, I can't remember if I mentioned it last time. The most exciting movie I rewatched uh, in all of quarantine easily was High School High with John Lovitz, 1996. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that movie. I haven't seen it since like probably 1998. Yeah, yeah. It was one that I used to love and I hadn't seen it for years. And like as Brad and I were making our list of movies that we wanted to watch and like we really during quarantine like we're keeping to light stuff. I'm like, you know what? we're gonna watch this movie and the entire time I'm like I really hope it holds up I hope this is not (laughs) terrible and man it is fucking funny and there are some really great sequences that had me laughing out loud I'm glad to hear that it's still funny I did find it was like I ended up on cable I think I feel like it was a TBS like movie for a while that's actually probably yeah more accurate and I know that I've seen it but I don't remember it Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff from that time period where, like, I don't know if I trust Christine from back then. Like, I don't Fair. Know, yeah. know if I need to bring her interests into the present. <laughs> well, it's, that's always what you go through when you rewatch. It's true. It's it, Sometimes it can be uh, disheartening. Yeah. Uh, another sci-fi-ish movie I watched that I believe you loved, and I, I did really like, uh, Palm Springs. Oh yeah, I liked it too. Did you get? Did you feel like uh, there was a lack of consent and that there was rape in this movie? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I did not. I did not feel that feeling when when it was pointed out. I understood it, but as I watched it, I was not like. I it, don't know. I mean, it's it, it. Yeah, it's it's there. I don't know that it would. It's one that if I think I did, it didn't bother me, I guess, because I wasn't thinking of it that like, oh, this is unfair to so-and-so. But as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely there. Because, yes, if I get to relive every day knowing, I mean, Groundhog Day does that too, right? He seduces women based, based on things he learns about them that they don't know he's learning. And that is very fucked up. Um, but it, it didn't, I don't know that it... Um, I don't know. I hadn't seen much conversation around that, and I can understand mm-hmm. it 
opening up a conversation, if you will. But um, aside from that, I liked it. Yeah. No, I didn't. I liked it a lot. I was actually really moved by it. Yeah. And then when I saw all that. Some of that. Yeah, I could see that. in discourse, I was like, yeah. oh, how did I not even clock? I didn't clock that a little. Like, I ne- it never really entered my brain. Right, right. Which I don't know what that says about me. But well, I, I think part of it is that, and this is something I really liked about it, is that Christina Milati kind of gets to be what would normally be the the dude. Yeah. Like in most movies like that, she's kind of the more the Bill Murray character. Where she is more she is messier, she is a little more selfish, she's a little um more of somebody that maybe like has a lot of shit going on and isn't doing anything about it. And I think maybe that's I don't know, maybe part of like it's not she is not Andy McDowell. She is Bill Murray. And I think that was really helpful to the overall everything. Because mm. otherwise it could have felt very rote and very, like, he like he is more the manic pixie dream girl than she is, which I appreciate. Oh, for sure. And I think I did, I think I might have called that out when mm. watching it. So maybe, I mean, I think that it's good to acknowledge the potential problems with something. But for me, in this case, these, these problems don't undo... That's what fair. the movie does successfully, mm-hmm. I think. Same, same. Yeah. I agreed. Um, let me see what else I had um, in the drama category. I think I mentioned I watched Whiplash finally, which is very good. Yep. Um, yep. Very, very good. Yes, J.K. Simmons is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I watched a movie last night that I will never not be able to think about and think of you with. It's the infamous oh, no. movie when we were playing charades years ago and you got a, a movie title that you just couldn't do. And for about two minutes, we had to watch you try and try and try and get nothing. And the round ended and you said, well, I'd like to see you do Glengarry Glen Ross. That, look, that is extremely funny. And I don't remember saying that. I vaguely remember oh, I will happening. never forget. <laughs> Me and Brian will still randomly say it at times. <laughs> Like any, it's true. Like it's it's that? become my shorthand for when I can't express something and I just like keep trying and keep trying. I do I have one of two references I go to. One is I'd like to see you do Glengarry Glen Ross and the other is um in Final Destination three. You know how there's the character of the the kid that goes to the dentist and then gets killed by glass? Yes. And like you know how clearly he was supposed to be like seven years old. Yes. But for whatever reason, they cast, like, a 21-year-old actor to play a 15-year-old boy. Yes. There's the moment when he walks out of the dentist's office um, and sees a bunch of birds. And and I don't know if he says it in the movie. I think he just runs after them and then Glass falls and kills him. Yeah. But in our minds, in that moment, he goes, pigeons! And runs after <laughs> them. So whenever I can't express something, I also sometimes just go, pigeons! And and it's all clear. Um <laughs> But yes, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Very good movie. Very good cast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then one more that I'll mention, and this is probably wraps it up for me on the movie side. Um, another movie I had watched long ago and thought to rewatch and said to Brandon, let's rewatch this. And then as soon as it started, I thought, oh, I think this is really sad. I don't know if I want to rewatch it. And then watched it and learned it's not sad. It's actually very sweet and, and funny and life affirming. And that is The Station Agent. 
Oh, I hated that when I first saw it. Did you like you like this? I did. Yeah. Um, it is very. Um, you want to talk about the epitome of an indie film from the early two thousands? I know, right? Like if Patricia the... Clarkson is in this movie for fuck's sake. Like Michelle Williams is in this movie. Um, it has like those shots of characters walking in a line, like. It, a character moves to a small wacky town where there's yeah. wacky townspeople. And I will say, there are so many things about this movie, as I sat down to watch it, I remember thinking, oh, I don't think this aged well. I think that a lot of this is, is now is going to feel very, very tired. But it's not because they're all so good. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed it and how much... Yes, it is everything, every cliche you think of when you think of indie film. Um, but because it is done really earnestly, um, it really worked for me. Hmm. I, uh, I wonder if I'd have a different take on it. I don't, I was just very much like, oh, this is what this is about when I watched it the I first it. time. Yeah. But I was very, I mean, I was young, so it, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, what else do you have? Um, okay. Well, I mentioned that I watched the Donald Sutherland Body Snatchers, Mm -hmm. which is very, very good. Uh, I watched a movie. It is a 2000s movie. 2020. That's what I meant to say. It is this year. Uh, It is called Love and Monsters, and it stars Dylan O'Brien, a boy that I love very deeply. This is, oh, I did hear about this, and I heard very good things about it. I liked it a lot. Okay. I liked it a lot. I honestly, I think I should rewatch it. It does. I think probably when it ends up streaming somewhere. I was going to say, this is it, a rental right now, right? Yeah. Okay. If it does, I'm not renting it again. Got if it. it does end up streaming somewhere, I would, I would watch it, but I didn't know what to expect. Like, but it's really sweet and earnest and it's, it's like a kind movie. And I didn't expect that. So it felt when it opened, it felt mm. very much like zombie land. Okay. Um, and Zombieland is not a kind no, movie. No. So I didn't I needed to calibrate and I think in calibrating I maybe didn't appreciate everything. Okay. <laughs> you know, I sometimes you're like a quarter of the way through a movie and you go like, Oh wait, this this movie yeah. is not at all what I expected it oh, to yes. be. Oh yes, yes, I've been there. Um, there is a dog in this movie and mm. you do not have to worry about it. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Well then there, I'll watch it. Anything in this movie that you like, I don't think you need to worry about it. Oh. Um and that's what I mean by it being kind of like a kind movie. And it's, there are some really good effects. You know what? I'm talking about it and I'm getting like really passionate about it. I think I really did like this movie. <laughs> um, and also, I don't know how you feel about Dylan O'Brien. I Who's think that he Dylan has O'Brien? tremendous talent. What, huh? what, who, what should I know Maze him? Runner? Is he, who is he? Is he the main? Is he's he the, the maze main, runner? He's the main runner of the mazes. I like. I remember really liking him in that movie. He's the one that got hurt, I think, when they were filming, right? Yes, he did get hurt, and mm-hmm. it was so sad and scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I liked him a lot in those movies. I think that's all I've seen him in. Yeah, he was in. I mean, unless you watched Teen Wolf, which, which I, did I don't not, think you yeah. did. Was he the Teen um, Wolf? No, he was. He was a Teen Wolf's friend. Got it. But he's he's very much somebody I saw in Teen Wolf, and every like Teen Wolf presents you with characters and kind of like especially at the beginning, tells you who to like. And I was like, no, 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 but what about Dylan (laughs) O'Brien? And then he got Maze Runner, and I was like, this kid's going to be a fucking star. And I don't know if if his trajectory is anything, and I don't know if this movie did anything, but he he elevates it, like, and he's so sweet, 
and him with a dog i don't know <laughs> like my ovaries exploded he was just very sweet and cute nice um nice. So another movie from this year, 2020, um, would be New Mutants, which... Oh. <sighs> the reason 2020 is what it is, was my theory. New, New Mutants. Was that the day um, that movie was going to get released, as soon as they started saying, no, we're actually going to release it, I'm like, well, there goes the world. Uh, yeah. I was really excited about this. Um, I, I like the New Mutants. I like X-Men. X-Men is my favorite superhero comic Got base. It? Um, and I was very excited about this cast when it got released. Maisie Williams right, is in Anna, this Anna as well. Anna Taylor-Joy. Yep, Anna's in it. And she plays Magic, one of my favorite X-Men adjacent characters. Um, she, it, like, the cast is really great. And I was super excited. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be like a horror movie. And I was like, oh, my God. That's and then cool. I saw, yeah. Then I saw a trailer for it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so good. And then we got the problems it, the distribution issues and then we're gonna hold off and we're gonna put a completely cgi character warlock that doesn't need to be in it but we're gonna put a cgi character in and i thought there's no way this is going to go well and then i heard it was being re-edited and then people started to see it and i saw that there were other bigger issues so with all of this to say um i am extremely disappointed and sad mm. about this movie i'm sorry and then there was a trailer. I remember, I think, in the theater seeing a trailer and, like, hitting Zach and being like, this fucking movie is gay. They're going to actually do gay shit. I'm finally going to get an X-Men movie. An X-Men, something that's always been gay. Yes, I'm going to finally get gay shit in an X-Men movie. And he's like, I don't know about that. And then come to find out there's gay shit in this. Maisie Williams gay shit. And it's not good. Aww. It's borderline offensive a couple times too and there's like a character that they they there's like a brazil brazilian character that sunspot he's supposed to be super dark-skinned like and it's it plays into his character stuff in the comic because he's you know i don't know but they don't do any of that and it's just like and then there's this weird like she's like a indigenous girl one the main girl is indigenous and she they keep doing like indian jokes at her and like Ooh. to what end do you like i don't understand why any of it happened i guess Here. i could talk about it for a long time it wasn't good i didn't like it um i have like two more to talk about i watched a movie called thelma i have heard very good things about thelma um and i it was a i edited an article about it so if you'd like to read more about thelma mm-hmm. you can head over to certified forgotten um it was good okay um, I didn't love it, but I definitely thought it was interesting and weird mm-hmm. and good. Also, kind of happy. Like, it was nice to have mm. something, like a girl go through trauma and have it kind of work out for her. Okay, this is a German film? Ooh, I don't think it's Ger- okay. Norwegian? Maybe, maybe. Okay, yeah, it's on Hulu and I've had it on my list forever. I just haven't watched it because I haven't had that the, that 90 minutes with that where I could watch a subtitled movie easily. Yeah. I get that. Um, uh, so second to last uh, on uh, Amazon, not Amazon. That's not what that's called. Netflix. On Netflix, there is a movie that when it showed up on Netflix, I thought, I want to watch this movie, but there's no way it's going to be good. It is actually good. It is Murder Mystery, the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston movie. 
I don't even what how out of it am I that I don't know this is this thing you're talking about so like last year they pushed it for like maybe a week and a half was like murder mystery and it's it's like a murder mystery movie but a super self-aware one with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston hey and and they're like in Europe and it's like hijinks ensue and I Terrence Stamp is in it ooh do like him <laughs> you, now now you're speaking my language i know i was like how do i get her there, i would say the first like 10 15 minutes of this is just a real a slog okay but then once you get into the the thrust of the movie it's really fun because it does tropey like murder mystery stuff okay. but with like schlubs who are kind of aware like he plays like a detective and she is like this underappreciated super smart lady that reads a lot and Jennifer Aniston, I don't know when it happened, but she she became very likable to me. Oh, I, I I think she's great. I I just she is now she went from a reason I would avoid something to a reason that I will watch, watch something. something. I get it. Yeah. And she is very cute and fun and funny. She's very funny. She's funnier than Adam Sandler is in this. Okay, I, that doesn't sound hard to me, but okay. I don't think he's that funny. So. Um, yeah, but I really liked it, and I thought it was charming. So if nice. you're like, hmm, Hubie Halloween or Murder <laughs> Um, I can guarantee you I am not like that, but okay. <laughs> and then the last one is a 2020 movie that I loved a lot, and it's called Save Yourselves! Exclamation point. And it is about a hipster Brooklyn couple who uh, goes to a cabin to get off the grid and an alien invasion starts where is this is this uh streaming yet or no? i don't think so okay i see yeah it's a rentable okay i have but it's vaguely got familiar beautiful, beautiful girl from glow in it yes i love her I, she's so good and then i started watching search party after i believe uh front of the show Jason mm-hmm. has told He's a fan me 150 times <laughs> to watch Search Party. So I started watching Search Party and then um, the boy that plays Drew in Search Party is also in okay. this and I am now in love with him. But this is the most hipster shit in the world and it is perfect. Nice! It's amazing. It's very light sci-fi. Okay. Like It doesn't get into the mechanics of stuff. I That's cannot okay. recommend it enough. Nice. When I see that it's streaming somewhere, I'll mention cool. it again. Cool. I'll keep my ear out for it as well. I like yeah, it a lot. I, I don't mind it, hipster stuff if it's good. That, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I think sometimes that if when it's bad, it's... Because you know. well, when it's bad, it can be like insufferable. Like I always go back to, was it Bellflower? <gasps> right? Yes. Right? Right? The movie that you and I were both like, I want to kill children after watching this movie. Yeah. I want to kill I children just... in case they grow up to make movies like this. It's weird. Yeah, this is not that. It's, yeah. it's this one again is very earnest and very there's some actual good laughs in it and there's some relatable relationship stuff cool like very I cool. liked it. nice nice all right well um i guess i guess we have come to the end of our uh, uh movie talk i mean yeah i don't i i don't have anything else i mean i do but nothing i want to talk about <laughs> Um, I think this is a good stopping point for now. Um, so it is November something, the middle of November, when, when, whence we record this. Yeah. Um, coming up, we obviously have the annual tradition of stocking stuffers. Mm-hmm. Um, Your I'm, favorite time of year. My favorite time of year. 
I, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna give some behind the scenes. I watched one today. I decided, I'm like, you know, I got time. Let me turn one on. And, um, it was funny because the one I watched, I'm watching it. I'm starting to think, cause it was a 2020 movie. I'm like, so are they far apart because they're doing COVID? And then I found out, no, this one was filmed in February. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, now I get to watch for this. Now I get to watch to see at what point in the filming process uh, did movies oh, have to lock down and everything. So there's that. Um, there is one that I know we have talked about, um, you know, y'all do whichever ones you would like to join me for. And I know you want to do that uh, Clay Duvall, Kristen Stewart one, right? I, uh, happiest, happiest season is, is my most anticipated movie. Of course it is. Period. I, I understand that. I understand Here's that. It's my most anticipated movie ever. I'm very excited for it. So yes, I very much like to talk about Wonderful. it. Wonderful. So that, that will happen eventually. Um, Christine and I announced on Twitter and Facebook, but for those of you who are like, ooh, I don't do social media, um, that we are looking to bring on more guest stars in the next year. So if you are a listener and would like to and have thought like, I'd like to talk to the two of them about a movie, then send us a message um, not by email because I don't even know what our email address is on the yeah, actual no. thing. Um, ideally by social media, but if you can't do that, then <clears> we'll <throat> find a way. Um, but yeah, we're, we're accepting anybody to come talk about a movie that they want to talk about. So we'll do that as we go through the year and lots of other stuff. Yeah. I think that I think that'll be exciting. Indeed, yes, yes. Uh, so get in touch with us and come to our movies. I guess if you, I guess I should give a venue. If you want to contact us but do not use Twitter or Facebook, um, then you can send me an email, which is uh, deadlydollshouse at gmail dot com. Send me an email that way so that I get that message that way. Yes, and a couple people have said to me that they aren't podcasters or they don't like their voice so or okay. oh. but like what do you think what do you think we're right? doing? Like <laughs> please, please. I <laughs> Yes, you do not have to be a podcaster to join. You do not have to have a blog or a vlog or whatever the kids these days have. Um it is not a oh, you know, we're accepting professionals. Like no, no, no. We just want to talk to more people. So Yeah, yeah. if you were if you were like Christine I agree with you about the turning and I would like to come on an episode of this podcast and talk to you about the turning for an hour and a half. Look, yes, let's all do that. That's fine. I don't think Emily's yeah. watched it still. So no, I, I watched, no, we, we, I, oh, yeah, I, okay. shouldn't, I shouldn't have reminded you because I, I liked the first hour and, and 30 minutes of it or so. So yeah, if you want to come on and, and turn oh, me no. around <laughs> on, on the overall effect of it, then yes, you are more than welcome to. So we we open we open this up to all of you. Yeah, it's it's whatever you know. It's it'll be fun, right? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll watch it again. I promise. No, no, I'll no. I wrote so I wrote an art. Once this article is available, I'll talk about it again. Ooh. But I wrote uh, two thousand some odd words nice. about that movie. Um, I love it. It's one of I think it's my favorite movie of the, I don't know the last five years. Nice. <laughs> So great. And can you remind the people at home, and by people at home, I also mean me, uh, the name of the website that you are now editing for where we can find all this, this, these great articles about a bunch of movies we talked about today? Sure. Um, it's called certifiedforgotten.com. Um, they talk about, uh, there's a podcast as well. There's They talk about a lot of horror movies, genre movies that maybe were unappreciated, underappreciated, glossed over when they came out. Um, so it's it's actually right up our alley. Very nice. You know, 
So, um, uh, check yeah. it out. I just clicked on the page and I'm just skimming through the articles. I'm excited to read a bunch of these, uh, including um, a, a one uh, title of an article that I, I cannot argue with and I'm very interested in, which is the public's perception of the penis and horror. So. Yeah, they're, they're, October was uh, was Halloweener, so it was nice. a lot of uh, nice. content. All right, well, I can't think of a better note to go out on, on more penis content. <laughs> Goodbye. It started with a big intro. Watch this. Is there someone here who give a girl a hand? I'm looking for the guy who runs the hot lunch stand. He's usually here around half past three. And I'm a hungry girl, you see. They say I'm fickle, that's a fact. But if I like the service, I might come back. Tell me how much is it I'm willing to pay. So listen to the words I say. I want a hot dog for my roll. I want it hot, I don't want it cold. Give me a big one, that's what I said. I want it so it will fit my bread. I want a hot dog for my roll. Don't want it.